Welcome to the Power of Lifting podcast. I'm Eric Cafferty, owner of the Mecca Gym. I am a strength and conditioning coach and a contest prep specialist. The focus of this podcast is to dive into the mindset and the drive of people who have done incredible things with their lives. Is that our Old action? Old-fashioned clapper. Wow. 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 What's up, team? Hi. Uh, <clears throat> so this is exciting. Very. Uh, I don't know if everybody's noticed, but uh, we've got a new we've got a new situation. I'm looking sexier. Is that what it is? It's a new shade of blue. Uh, yes. Well, welcome to the Power of Lifting podcast. Fifty shades and, of blue. Uh, <laughs> that's going to be renamed to 50 shades of blue yeah that's great that is awesome it's great yeah so our uh our resident lighting expert jordan has blessed us yes greatly he blessed shined us, greatly. us with his uh greatness there he did shined upon us and i know you can't see this but there's a large orb there, he basically put the sun right here pretty much don't look at it <laughs> it's incredible yeah so uh, there's like gonna it. be there's gonna be none of this. It's very extraterrestrial. It is. Yeah. Um, but it's this is great. No, I'm loving that this. Looks great. So we're we're bringing up the production quality, as well as we're uh, we're getting real real down to business. We've uh, we've made some hires, big time hires, big time hires, company shaking hires. That's right. So, uh, yeah, without further ado, we're going to welcome our, our guest for this week, Mr. Zach Phillips. Welcome. Well, thank you. And uh, he is the new general manager of the Mecca Gym. Yeah. That's this place. <laughs> That's this place. Which is where we're, we're currently, currently at. at which yeah. we talk about all the time. Yep. Yeah. With the magical table. Yeah. It was pretty magical. How do you like the table? I love it. You're a, very you're kind of a, you're kind very, of a craftsman. Very craftsman, natural kind of guy. So this was... I actually talked to my girlfriend about this very table. Oh, huh? did you? Yeah. Oh, I'm honored. Did yeah. you go home and say, I, I yep. chose the right job? Yeah. it's um, This table is definitely one of my favorite things about this place now. Yeah. It's great. Um, so anyway, welcome to the podcast. We're glad to have you on. Glad to have you here. Glad to have you part of the team. It's your first week on the job. How you feeling? Freaking fantastic. Good? Yeah. No, it's awesome. Uh, great community. Great I've been a member since almost pretty much yeah. from when you pretty much the beginning from yeah. the beginning. Yeah. I've been along the journeys and seen all the, the, the ups and downs. And you can I'm say it. Super, You've seen the shit show. It's I've fine. seen the shit show. <laughs> I have. Um, but good times I keep coming back yeah. like no matter what. So yeah. Good times. So, uh, before we get down to brass tacks here, uh, how are you feeling about all the new toys that we got? Oh, I'm stoked. Like, yeah. it's like a kid on Christmas, except times a thousand. It's like the whole, the whole stepbrothers things. Can you imagine we had this when we were twelve? Oh man, even better. Even. Got them when we're forty. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what's going through my mind every time I step yeah. in the gym. It's like, yeah, nice. Yeah. That's nice. awesome. Nice. Yeah. So last week, uh, well, this will be coming out in a little future. This will be out like almost mid-July, I suppose. So yeah. um, by the time this comes out, we will have had our prime 
um, initial prime order for a few weeks and uh, so far super impressed with the prime equipment yeah. super impressed that's our most recent order we just got in um, we got a bunch of handles which is awesome to use on cables and such got a couple well three different heights of ramps to use to elevate either toes or heels uh, depending on what movement you're doing and then we got a seated hamstring curl which i've been wanting to buy a seated hamstring curl have you used it for i did yesterday it's and I'm brutal so sore <laughs> so I, my hams are blitzed That's and awesome. then garrett added a band to it oh yeah oh yeah we we annihilate yeah, he's a them. fan of bands he's a big band oh yeah guy. Band, big yeah. band guy i'm yeah. also a band fan Band, band fan. fan. That's what we'll call it. Band cam. Uh, yeah, so seated leg curl. I've been wanting a seated leg curl since the dawn of time. The dawn of time. And we, I think we got the best one that's in existence right now. I'm fairly certain. Um, leg extension. Uh, our leg extension that we have is actually one of my favorite leg extensions because it's centered. Your uh, pulley system is in the middle, so mm. it always stays nice and even. That's a big gripe I have about a lot of leg extensions. They always get torqued. Um, but we needed another leg extension because Definitely. there was always somebody on the leg <laughs> extension. They, always. Extremely popular. Always. It can be 11 o'clock at night, and you come in here, and there is literally someone. And there's two you're, people, you're and like, one of them is using the leg extension. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So uh, pumped to get their leg extension. It's also fantastic. Just the angles it's set up at, really, really efficient. And then uh, I am selfishly most excited for the preacher curl that we got yeah, buddy. from them. Selectorized Smooth. preacher curl. It's money. Definitely. Sun's out, guns out. Yeah, and it's my favorite preacher curl machine out there. I've used them all, to be honest, every single one mm -hmm. I've you know ever used this is my favorite one um so the cool thing about the prime equipment is they're really big on having adjustable tension so they have a special pulley system where you can actually manipulate the cam and the cam is shaped in if you're watching on video it's not round like most cams it's kind of almost egg shape with a tip mm -hmm. and as the um, it's not a cable. It's a band. A, it's a band. Yeah, it's yeah, a it's like a, yeah. yeah, it's like a hard. What would you call that? It's like a. It's almost polymer, but flexible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. Just a it's uh, rubber. Yeah, it's however their their uh, tensioning system. It's like what you'd use on like a pulley in a car or yeah. something like that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But um, it travels along this cam, and as it reaches the peak of the cam, the resistance increases, and so you rotate this cam to where it adjusts where you're feeling yeah. peak resistance on the machine and where the weight feels the heaviest. So you can do a mid-range, so it's kind of more even throughout, um, but focused on the middle of the range of motion. You can do it to where there's more tension at the beginning of the motion or there's more tension at the end of the motion. And then there's two in-between settings, too, if that's Ooh. not enough for you. <laughs> if that's not enough. If that's <laughs> not enough pain gains. Yeah. So uh, for all those three machines, they all do that, and it is unique. Game so changer. do you work through the, the points of tension, or do you try to, like, you have a favorite that you like? Um, I think that, so generally speaking for people, um, you know, you can find 
um, kind of the one that you get the best activation from. You know, you may need to work and put more emphasis on a certain range of motion. Typically, you know, like when people band things, they're trying to get more tension at the peak Mm -hmm. contraction. So you can do that without a band or you can add a band to it to make it even more wicked. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah. um, but yeah, I find that, excuse me, there is kind of a, uh, I'll find a sweet spot to where in one of the five cam positions to where I actually get the most optimal contraction. Mm. Um, Four is definitely my number. Four, I I do like four. It just so it takes, especially off the like extensions and the the hamstring curl. The it just takes the pressure off the knee, the back of the knee, and everything like that, and it really fires it through. I agree. Yeah, I also am a huge fan of setting four. So if you're here lifting, setting four on those machines is money. That's Um, the man zone. That's right. Try them all. Um, I love doing drop sets mm-hmm. where I start on one particular setting and then I go to, you know, I'm fairly fatigued and then switch to a different mm-hmm. point of tension um, to more completely. And it does more completely exhaust oh, yeah. the belly of the muscle for yep. sure. So, yeah, it's been great. So that's uh, that's what's new around here. Uh Zach is also new to us, so tell us a little bit about uh, who you are, where you come from, where were you born and raised? So, born and raised in Dothan, Alabama, oh. which probably nobody up here knows where it is. Yeah, where but is most that? people know where Mobile is—the two little fingers that hang into the yep. Gulf Coast. Uh-huh. It's the exact opposite corner on the Florida Georgia line. Oh, okay. Um, so, kind of coastal. It yeah, you're about an hour away from uh, the Gulf. Okay. So, cool. Definitely. Grew up in backwoods, regnet country, but hey. had the beach right there, so there I wouldn't change it for the world. Wouldn't so, go back. But. So did you hunt and fish a lot there? <laughs> oh yeah, growing up. Yeah, okay. definitely. I started I started fishing um, when I was about nine years old, and oh, nice. I literally, you know, most kids are like, I want to be a firefighter. Yeah. I want to be I want to be a police officer. Yeah. Nope. I literally wanted a bass boat before I wanted a truck. I didn't quite understand how that worked at that time. Right. You know, how I was going to get it to Lake, but I wanted a bass boat. Oh, you could tow a truck with a bass boat. I didn't really care at that point. I just wanted to be, I wanted to be Bill Dance at that point. I wanted to be eating water heifers into a boat all day long. Water heifers. (laughs) Yes. So did you do any fishing in the Gulf? Um, Not a lot. Um, We would, we'd go after uh, King Mackerel off the jetties a lot. Okay. Um, But not a, not a ton. My grandparents had a beach house down there, but. Oh, sweet. I'm not a big deep sea salt salt water yeah i like i like the large mouth variety ah gotcha okay so lakes that you'd go lakes, to up there yeah okay very lake good. ufala up there okay so uh so where did it go from there grew up in alabama what was next grew up in alabama um my grandmother worked at a the military base never in the military mm-hmm. um but we always talked about it um i decided to join the marine corps when i was 18 I shipped off and spent the next eight years here, there, everywhere, wherever Uncle Sam wanted to send me. Yeah, so, eight years, know. huh? Yeah. What What year did you join? Uh, I joined in 06, right after I got out of high school, and okay. then I uh, got out in 2014. So Okay, right on. So where'd you, where'd you start? <laughs> the hottest place you could go, um, or most humid, I should say. So I shipped 
right off to Okinawa for my first. Oh, you did. First, yeah. Wow. So 18. Where did no you, you life basic? Uh, Paris Island. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So. And then you shipped off to Okinawa. Yeah. Literally, I did. I did basic. Went to MCT after that, uh-huh. and then I had 10 days, and then I was gone. 18. 18 years old to a different country. Yeah. For awesome. X amount of years. Yeah. So what was that like? Hot. Yeah. I mean, and that's saying something like, yeah, I love making fun of people up here when they say it's hot. It's yeah. hot. Well, Alabama gets pretty warm. It's, I mean, it's not bad. Like temperature wise, you're still yeah, like in the hundreds, but it's, it's like, 90% humidity. It's like sopping mm-hmm. wet. Exactly. You yeah. step outside and it's like being in a sauna. So, so you went gosh, to Japan after that. Yeah. Right. And so how was that climate in comparison? Worse. Like I, I've never, I've never had a climate like take the wind out of me you step off the plane and it's just like really? it's like a vacuum it's like thick it's thick it, oh wow that's the that's probably one of the best ways to describe it yeah. it's just thick, thick. nice thick weather thick, thick with um, two c's weather right. so was but, it hot there it wasn't like again temperature hot just yeah. super muggy and you okay. know so you were never dry one of those situations no, never never dry. always wet so what did uh what did your job look like in the military at that point when you started out so i started out as a combat engineer um okay. so i started in a uh, engineer support battalion so okay. it was ninth dsb over there mm-hmm. so main thing is bridging um, demolition and construction on that side of the house okay um i spent two almost two years there before i did my first deployment um okay. 2007 2008 Okay. We were actually, we were slotted to go to Iraq, um, okay. and got pulled off like last minute, okay. um, to be one of the first support battalions back in. And when I say battalion, that's actually not accurate. There were seven of us oh, that okay. attached to the grunts out there. Oh, okay. So it was like, I mean, it was wild, wild west. It yeah. really was. It was crazy. Oh, wow. So, so you ended up not going to Iraq. Yep. So I actually, I did three total tours um okay. in afghanistan oh, okay so very good so when was your first one over there uh 2007 2008 okay. and then i went back in 2010 and then back in 2011 oh wow so so pretty, where what was it like there where'd you what'd you do where'd you go um mainly in the helmand province so the lower the southern region mm-hmm. um we did uh pushing into marja and then also into sangin Throughout my second deployment, I was focused in Kandahar doing more of a specialty uh, training with the local nationals there. Okay. Um, and then the third deployment, we were pushing into Sangin, so lots of pushes and, and on the cusp of things. Like I said, I was talking to someone about it the other day, um, just the difference between the three deployments. Like, first one, it literally was Wild Wild West. Like, that's the best way to describe it. You can't, there's just it's pure chaos and oh. fun. And okay. fun. And fun. Okay. Yeah. Um, where the third one was really, there's a lot of infrastructure, you know, the third one, we actually had a base, you know, oh. thing, things there, like there was internet, like oh. I was writing letters, like old school Vietnam. Oh, on your first. Deployment. Oh yeah. No, I didn't talk to anybody for seven months. Oh wow. Really? So Jeez. It, the British were the only ones there. We literally, the Americans didn't have a, a presence there. So um, you were one of the first ones over there back the there so side. obviously 2001 uh, they did a big push right um, into Afghanistan with special forces and things like that right. and there was a small presence um, I believe it was two five that was um, there and then three eight was the 
infantry battalion that we attached with. So oh, okay, yeah, yeah. So what was your specific job when you deployed? Um, the first time was demolitions. Oh, nice. um, so we literally attached demolitions and then whatever the grunts needed to construct. Honestly, like there's there's a lot of love hating the the community, but at that point when you're attached to a grunt unit, you're you're a grunt with a tool. Yeah, like it doesn't matter. Your yeah. your main job is to you know be on patrol, be with them, and then if yeah. they need a shitter built, you build a shitter. Yeah, you know Fair if they need if there's a IED in the road, you go blow it up for them. Oh, they get kind of pissed because they like blowing shit up. But yeah, <laughs> that's my job. So, yeah, good. Yeah. Yeah. I get to that's have all the fun. So what happened uh, as your military career was coming to a close? So I actually, um, my wife at the time was pregnant with our, our first son mm -hmm. during the whole deployment. So I, I got out of all that. Oh, okay. I was literally deployed from almost the time we found out. And then I got back a week before he was born. Oh, wow. So um, I went and went into a non-deployable unit so i became a combat instructor for soi west okay um, and that's kind of where i finished out my last two and a half years um okay. with the with the marine so so um just knowing some of your history there was uh when when you first came to the gym we actually started working together doing some training stuff yeah. and we were working through a lot of like just neurological issues that you had acquired oh yeah i got blooped your... up a couple times yeah yeah so tell us about that what was that like it's an experience i mean it's an experience it's there's there's no i, I mean i don't know like the the actual happening so i was in a vehicle of course we weren't wearing kevlar's in the back of the vehicle so you mm -hmm. i mean literally you just bounce around like a pinball when you hit hit oh, one wow so and you you just wind up you're like everything was normal and then it's not normal and i'm on the floor with the dude's dick in my face it's awesome right you know? yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> so merry christmas yeah right. but you know there were definitely some some struggles um through that with injuries and and just tbi and things like that yeah. um from there so really affected like my communication with mm -hmm. my extremities and things like that so yeah so um so what uh, kind of what course did you take when you were getting out? Did you have to go through any rehab or anything like that? Get so no, that was actually. I mean, it, it, <laughs> I mean, it's the military. You're yeah. you're like the the only thing that they had to really define a TBI at that point was you know spinal fluid coming out of your ear. Right. But there's different. You know, they've learned over time. There's different levels right. when it comes to that. I mean, um, obviously, I didn't have yellow crap coming out of my ear, so yeah. it was like, all right, sweet, we all. All the limbs are there. High yeah. five. Let's go. Yeah. Um, I didn't really start realizing, you know, the the signs and symptoms till after I got back because it was just like <laughs> mm. that. That was a fun one. So I got, I literally got blown up and then I got uh, launched in the air by a bridge. Oh wow! The following week, so I got double concussed on that one. Oh jeez. Yeah. So I've got a nice little three inch laceration on the arm from that where I got hit. So. Um, so just, is that just the first time you got blown up here in a vehicle? You guys are basically just driving a road and not even a road. This is oh. uh, this is the jacked up part about it. It's literally out in the desert. Oh, it. So we call them. They're known as legacy IEDs. Oh, these assholes literally just, just planted them. Plant them out. It, it's just, just It's just the same any, kind of tactic kind of in World War II, like the minefields. Yeah, um, they're just less coordinated about it. Right. Um, but yeah, no, we're literally just mobbing through the desert, and 
I'm the first Vic. Because my um, on that that one, uh, we were lead Vic, so sweep team. So we would literally take out and you know use metal detectors to clear the route before the convoys, mm-hmm. um, or if we had to you know send a quick reaction force out off right. the convoy, we would sweep the areas um, before we establish a present there. So you're just so. driving through the middle of the desert. Pretty much. Bam. Oh, yeah. I was, we were jamming out to something. I don't even remember. <laughs> Who knows? I literally, I mean, like I said, it was just like one second, and then the next sec, I remember. You're like laying in the back. I was laying vehicle. on the floor, and like I said, some dude was just on top of Pancake me. And he was like, so we called him the bridge midget. He was literally like four foot nothing, so he was, he was laying on top of me. Oh, man. So, jeez. That's crazy. So after that, how'd you get blown off on a bridge? <laughs> so I didn't get, I got launched in the air by a bridge. So oh. how, how it works when we, um, when we do our bridging, mm-hmm. there's two different types. There's a medium girder bridge, which is kind of like a big old Lego set mm-hmm. um, that weighs about 500 pounds a piece. Mm. So it's a man's Lego set is what uh, we like yes. to call it. Yeah. Yeah. So it takes four people to lift oh. one piece and you're lifting it literally from ground to waist to up overhead to a full press oh wow um, so it's we're gonna do that side. here on the turf oh yeah. if we could get if we could build a bridge yeah that'd, that'd be, be sick yeah. yeah let's do it um so we built it and you have what's so obviously you've got your span like a river or whatever yeah um you've got roller beams mm-hmm. on the edge of those and the bridge sits on that and you can push it across with manpower mm-hmm. up to a certain point so it just literally links together so right. this one we were putting together was um a 12 base so there's 12 sections so at that point you have to have a truck right. to come in and push um, oh. and we attach what's called a push bar well oh. put that on i literally i had it the bar in my hand um one of my privates pinned the um, spot on the bridge and then the driver was coming in so mm-hmm. i was holding it waiting for him um, to pin it and he just he tagged the end of the bar sent the bridge launching and it literally catapulted so once the bridge hit the ground next to the river mm-hmm. it used that as a fulcrum point and literally because the push bar was attached oh, it launched man. and my arm was over it they said I literally went vertical horizontal and smack oh down man. i've got so many great pictures of me just like busting up laughing because everyone's got jokes at that point oh, once i once i like came back to and they're like oh he's okay now we're gonna make fun of him so oh. yeah Wonderful. people's elbow that was a big one <laughs> i got the p pe- i gave the bridge the people's elbow for quite a while so oh yeah. man that's gnarly so yeah. what when was that that was june june 2011 oh nice so literally they were a week apart back oh, to back man. yeah my wife at the time i didn't tell at all <laughs> sure. <laughs> sure. that was not worth it my yeah. pregnant wife so yeah. she found out later about that which was funny she's found out um so we have mine rollers so in other words a big freaking steel steel thing with a bunch of heavy ass um think about like farming equipment yeah, but yeah, yeah. instead of blades they've got heavy ass tires mm-hmm. well they attach to the front of the vehicle so if you do run it over an ied um it blows up first and then the vehicle's fine mm-hmm. unless you have the assholes like we did where it blew up the mine roller and then the back of the vehicle so that's why it was so oh. catastrophic is the mine roller hit one and then a secondary hit the back oh. and launched it and it like literally so you had the first blast 
apparently. And this is all told after. Plus, once we all gathered our thoughts and, mm-hmm. you know, checked our britches, um, hey, we yeah. have to get out and check for secondary. So yeah. that was my whole job. Job was leading the team out there to sweep. So uh, we got out and checked. And that's what you saw, saw was two big craters. And the, the truck was actually in one of the craters. It was just like nosedived. Oh, geez. Um, into it. But anyway, so the – Ah, oh, crap, I forgot where I was going with that. Mine roll or something. What were we talking about? Me too. Hey, this Me is too. the TBI part right here. Yeah. In effect. <laughs> Short-term memory. Yeah. Showing an example. Yeah. It's on no, so, I don't know. I was just getting lost in the story. There. Yeah. So where uh, where did you go uh, post-military? You got back. Where did you move back to? Um, so I was stationed in California, like I said, at SOI West. Mm-hmm. Um, when I decided to get out, uh, kind of, I was going through divorce. At that po- point in time, um, I met someone who was moving to Texas. Okay. Um, I was actually divorced already at that point when I met her, but um, she was in Dallas. When you get out of the military, they're like, thanks, high five. We're sending you back to the shit you came from. Oh. Um, so I was headed back to Alabama. So oh. driving, and there was actually a bunch of fires um, oh. in California at the point where when I was getting out in 2014, I didn't think I was gonna get out of that place. Oh, wow. So I'm like racing my car and there's fires just all the way around me. Oh, so it was great. It was like a movie scene, except oh, not geez. as cool. Um, but I felt badass because I was done with eight years of, you know. Yeah. I could finally grow a beard. That's that's what I was most excited. I yeah. started right away. There you go. Yep. Um, but driving back to Alabama, I stopped in Dallas. Mm-hmm. Um, the gym's always been a huge part of my life, so I was like, I'm not spending two weeks here not working out. So I, I yeah. went into a local Gold's Gym there, mm-hmm. um, talked to the, the GM quite a bit, um, started working out there, and then it was time for me to go back to Alabama to yeah. know, start my life, yeah. be an adult, yeah. I guess. I don't yeah. know, to whatever, whatever it is. <laughs> um, and he offered me a job, and I was like, dude, I, I'm – I live in Alabama. It's like, well, if you decide to move, it's there for you. Oh. I was like, I got back to Alabama. I was like, there ain't, I don't have anything here. Yeah. There's nothing. So I packed. I literally, the truck for all my stuff from California showed up. I loaded it into another truck, which they were assholes. They wouldn't just put it on the lawn. They had to, like, deliver it into the house. So I had to undeliver it into the house, from oh, the house. Man. And then I went to Texas. I bought a place out there and oh, wow. um, started working there. And then pretty much from the ground up went. Yeah. So what did uh, what did work look like there in Texas? Um, so I started out. <laughs> it was funny. He didn't really talk about what the job would be, um, mm-hmm. but he's like, "I want I want to bring you on as a, a fitness consultant." I was like, "Sweet, what is what does that mean?" Yeah. Um, yeah. He's like, it, it's selling members. I was like, "I don't know how to sell anything. Yeah. I've never sold a thing in my life." Um, he's like, "Your personality, you'll be fine. I, I'll teach you." I'll teach you some basic techniques, and I think you'll run with it. Yeah. And it literally, oh, I sucked. Oh, it's horrible. That's god awful. You know, I can talk to people all day, and I, uh-huh. it's hard to shut me up sometimes. But like the sales process, cold calling, and everything like that, I hated it. Yeah. Um, but I really started working with my team. Um, mm-hmm. Super big into like body language. Yeah. Um, and that's all it is. I think. I think personally, I'm not a big college fan, but if there was one thing I would go to college for is psychology. Yeah. I think it translates into everything oh, anyone absolutely. does. You're always going to interact with people. Um, so I had a really good understanding of that and just really connecting, um, mm-hmm. really good with empathy and, and connecting with people. So yeah. um, I kind of put that into play 
instead of just looking at it as the sales because I don't like right. sales. Yeah. Um, and started really working with with the other guys and learning what they did and mastering that. And then I started just talking to them about what worked for me and then right. what they should do. And it just grew and I blew up from Ted last to the first in the company when it comes nice. to it. And then I remember like the big turning point was, you know, I brought up to my the owner. He was actually I was talking to the GM and the owner was just sitting kind of mm-hmm. and overheard me. I was like, dude, we should do like a body language course. Uh, mm-hmm. for the all the trainers and everyone yeah and i'll teach it and everything like that yeah. at that at that point he's known me for like two months mm-hmm. my numbers aren't fantastic but you know i set up this whole course and did like a two-day uh seminar with everything just going over everything the owner loved it and then yeah. just really started watching and then from there got offered a sales manager position so oh there you go yeah cool. That's awesome. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, obviously hugely valuable to, to what we're doing at the gym here right yeah. now. Yeah. No, not at all. Not at all. Not at all. No, we, don't, we don't need to sell anything. We don't need to sell anything. <laughs> no, this place sells itself. Yeah, right. I just got to talk, not talk people out of joining. That's, That's my right. job. That's there it. That's yeah. the job. That's where the body language ends. Yeah. So, uh, so where did life go from Texas? So, um, Great. I love Texas. Um, very close culture to, to where I was raised. Mm-hmm. Um, the girl that I had met down there, I, we, I wound up proposing to her, okay. um, a couple years later down the road. Mm-hmm. Um, and she hated it. Oh. Absolutely hated it. And she's from here. So that's, oh, okay. that's how I wound up here. Oh, so you moved to Idaho. Uh huh. So was that your first, uh, I, what was your first Idaho experience? You guys just move up here? Did you eat a potato? Yeah. No, I didn't eat a potato. What did I do? <laughs> so it actually, it's funny because my first one was we literally drove up from Texas mm-hmm. um, to Idaho because she had like a family emergency. So oh, I got okay. a speeding ticket. Oh, that was my first experience literally crossing into Idaho. And man, yeah, because Utah, they don't give those out. He was, yeah, so exactly. <laughs> exactly. He literally was like, 75 wasn't fast enough for you or 80 whatever it was it was like 80 i'm like dude she's got a family emergency and i just drove from texas and she doesn't drive oh it's just me Uh get off me like i don't care get i was like give me the ticket i don't care yeah we're gone but yeah no so that'd be my first uh actual experience in idaho but moving here it was honestly we were coming to the gym that was one of the first things we did oh nice so there you go Like, yeah, it was the first weekend. Did you look up a gym and decide to, and then you saw it? Literally, that was it. Um, So we actually went into Axiom, and I hated it. I stepped in the door, and I hated it. I'm so big on, like, the culture and feel. I don't, Mm -hmm. you can have the nicest equipment in the world, and I'll have the worst workout in the world. Yeah. Um, You can have the most run down one, but if the culture's right, you know, you'll have a badass workout, so. Yeah, no, for sure. Well, cool. So, uh, yeah, where'd, where'd life go from there? How did, how did you get here? <laughs> I've, I'm one of those people where I, I don't stay stagnant very long. Um, I like challenge. I, I seek it out. I'm, I'd say one of my biggest attributes is to be able to adapt and overcome. And it's not just, it's the Marine way. Yeah. Yeah. There yeah you go. It's not just, I overcome and I'm like, Oh, that, that sucked. I'm on top. Like there's no, yeah. like, just like oh i got through that no i get yeah. through it and i excel at it so a lot of places don't offer that 
yeah. um, for me. And I've found like the magic numbers, like three years. I just like, I cap out and I, it's not like I'm, I don't communicate with that. Cause I'm always, I'm always going to, you know, whoever's ahead of me. Yeah. What are your expectations? What are you looking for? Yeah. What, what new things, what new challenges can we bring yeah. uh, to the table and things yeah. like that? So I wound up in construction, um, which I had a, a good understanding of from my childhood. And then also uh, the time as a combat instructor or a combat engineer. Um, so did siding. That sucked. That was, I wouldn't wish that on anyone <laughs> to be stuck on a, on a 22 foot rickety shaky ladder that has no support on it. Uh-huh. Um, with the sun beating down on you. Yeah. Yeah. Forget about it. I don't recommend it. Um, from there, it's, it's a super small world. I actually, I was so, um, I was tired of it and I, I interviewed for the gold's gym here, oh. um, for a sales manager position. Uh, I literally went through the whole hiring process was about to start on Monday and I just got a weird, weird vibe. And I'm all about following my gut. And that's going to kind of relate into how I got here, too, because that's exactly how I got here. It, the opportunity, I wasn't seeking this out. I wasn't looking. Yeah. You know, it just, it happened to fall into place. And then, you know, it just yeah. felt like the right move for I, me. I happen to agree. It, does. <laughs> it, feels, yeah. if it just feels it right. Feels, if it feels good, do it. That's right. You just yeah. know when it feels right. Yeah. Okay, hold. You don't stop. We just got to reset. That was 30 minutes? 30 minutes. Oh, no. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. What does it smell like? Good. It smells fresh, clean. It smells in, like, like its environment. Are we, are we golden? Do we need to reclap? Yep. Give us a good one. There you go. The clap. The good kind. Yay. <laughs> uh, so if somebody is hearing of you for the first time, what are you famous for? If they're hearing me for the first time? Yeah. If they, if they don't know who you are, what are you uh, famous my for? My beard. Oh, good. Yeah, It's a great beard. Well, so here's the thing. Not when, even when this he one. First came, yeah. When he first yeah. came here, I thought he was like new, new. I'm like, so he's like, what should we do to prepare or whatever? I was like, well, just to get to know the Mecca, look at our website stuff. He's yeah. like, well, I've been a member for six years. I was like, what? And then he mentioned the fact that his, he had a really long beard. Yeah. And I was like, okay, like, so I do know you. I do. Yeah, I, I recognize you. Yep. I remember when you shaved it, too. Yep. Yeah. Yep. It was He cried epic. a little bit. I did. Yeah. Sure. Everyone was, did. Well, but man, honestly, I mourned it. the, the funny <laughs> thing it. is, is that, like, that really was, like, down in Texas, I was just known because nobody knew my name. I was the beard man. Like even my employees. So next question: Is it coming back? Potentially. Okay, I'd be here. What would for, be the I'd negative? Be here for what, it. I'd be the, here for it. Why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't I? Because we all would love to. So see it. The, again, the the <laughs> the back end story of it is it's just like my identity. I was like, do I just suck as a person? And I'm just a beard. Like just what? A beard. Oh. I'm just the beard. <laughs> I, do I, I have a, a shitty personality and nobody really and wants just, to talk? They're just like a they're in awe. reflection. And, and, it really kind of spoke to a testament of it when I moved up here and it was the same. Re- I like, we do. <laughs> so my wife at the time, we were at a concert. We were at like a Def Leppard concert. Uh-huh. And a dude with another nice beard was like, I'm talking across the way. <laughs> yeah. And she said, we didn't say a word to each other, but okay. she said she saw the interaction between us and the bro. Just like, it was like, it was like a, a yeah. mental fist bump between beards. 
like the <laughs> eyes, like the side cock head, just like, yep. yeah, yeah, you know. So yeah, crazy respect, but it's right. it just it yeah, it crazy it came respect. up here too, and I was like, it came, I it came, yeah, that's always a good thing, that good feelings cool. and came, yeah, yep. that came, the yep. beard showed up, yep. So I was like, man, I'm more than a beard. I'm more than I'm beard. more than a beard. You know, I got a I got a winning personality. I'm pretty fun to. It's like a quarter life around. crisis. There yeah, you go. exactly. So you know, I was like, it's going. Got it. Okay, I, I, that's understandable. Coming back. Okay, that's, good, that's a good answer. <laughs> we'll just have to do a vote. Um, maybe coming soon. Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe coming soon. Maybe possibly. So let's do uh, let's do a few talk about some things to help people get to know you a little bit better. So uh, give us uh, give us your top hobbies. What are you into? Oh, top is fishing. Definitely. Okay. Fishing. I think from the previous. Yeah. Um, fishing, hunting. What's your uh, greatest fishing experience you've ever had? Um, so it was actually down in Texas. And I don't know if you know anything about Texas fishing. They're flipping huge. Hmm. They're awesome. Like, just like in Alabama, you can catch some big fish, but Texas is just a different breed of fish. Well, it's yeah. Texas. Everything's it's te- everything bigger. Is bigger. Texas. Well, yeah. Most things. <laughs> Most things. There you go. Yeah. So. Um, but no, I was, it was my second day there. Um, my girlfriend at the time had to work. I was like, I'm gonna go buy a kayak. I'm gonna go fishing. Oh, so I went to Cabela or Bass Pro down there, uh, yeah. bought a kayak, randomly looked up a lake. I was like, sweet, that looks bassy. Um, <laughs> Love Lake with bassy. Uh, drove like an hour and yeah. dumped it in and literally went off to a spot where there were some trees it was it was was my third cast out i was using a crankbait and i was almost back to the kayak and this monster just chokes it just just chokes it um yeah pulled it up it was about it was nine nine and an ounce nine pound bass so dang that's a solid that's a a chunker yeah she was a chunker so this profile picture of yours that that's on that's a tiny bass what that compared yeah compared is not even close put about four four more of those in its mouth you've got you've got the one that's on my wall yeah i took him home oh did you yeah good for you yeah good for me yeah Yeah. (laughs) so that that'd probably be the highlight of my yeah so where do you go fishing around here lake Lowell, honestly oh okay yeah now that i was giving up my spot thanks for that good fishing yeah yeah. yeah, got it out of them. Honestly, I yeah, I don't think and Lake Lowell's pretty no, big. Like it you know, is. You know. Everyone knows, but nobody knows where to really. There are a couple select few yeah. uh, guys. I mean, I literally, I was literally in the weeds the last time I went out. Just like I was pulling my way through because the lake's so low right now. Yeah. Um, but the bass are still sitting up on foot, two foot of water. So. Oh man. Yeah. 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 There you go. That's pretty rad. Yeah. So. So, I mean, I don't know how many people bass fish out that are listening to this podcast. So I think you're, I think your numbers I think are I'm pretty safe. safe. You'll yeah. be okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah if they safe. go down, I know who to talk to. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, uh, what else are you into in your spare time? Um, definitely hunting. Obviously that season kind of revolves. I'm really gearing up now that the draws yeah. results are out. Did you must start. draw anything? No. Oh, that's right. You told me Stinker. That. Yeah. Big old goose egg again. Whatever. I didn't um, put in. We'll have to get you out to my honey hole. Yeah. You can I put love in, it. You can put in with us. Nice. For caps. It's a it's a capped unit, but yeah. Nobody uh the good thing about where I go hunting is you you don't really run into too many people. You run into people on the road, <laughs> but nobody's willing to go the distance that we go. Yeah. Because it is in the nosebleeds. 
I so. love it. That's what I mean. That's yeah. you'll see. I mean, I'll I bring my pack in here. I'll throw two plates on it, and I'm yeah up the stairmaster or whatever it is that stairmaster yeah i've got a little honey hole up at the spot where i go that it's like i don't want to jinx it and say it's guaranteed nothing's ever guaranteed but i will tell you that i've never been up there and not seen a solid herd nice it's pretty wicked nice but yeah it's it's way up there and it's completely hidden so I'm all about the wicked country yeah nobody nobody even knows about so it. my buddies i go hunting with i am known as just like the speed go i literally we <laughs> my buddy and i saw probably one of the biggest um public land bucks i've laid my like personally laid my eyes on there's obviously bigger on instagram and stuff but he's at like 500 yards and this i've already shot my deer this year so it's it's his Mm-hmm. Um, he doesn't take the shot. Wind's real bad. We're sh- he'd be shooting across the canyon, mm-hmm. so I'm like, "Let's go!" So we literally—I mean, we we're just like hauling ass down, oh yeah, down this canyon. But like, he—he loves—he loves pointing out that I'm an idiot when it comes to jumping well, around rocks and yeah, stuff. Good, so. you're in, you're good in good, in there. you're in good company. Yeah, that's right. You're in good oh yeah, company. love it. Well, awesome lifting. Lifting. Oh, yeah. Fishing. Fishing. Lifting is definitely. Lifting is. ah. So when did you get into lifting? I was 12. Okay. I can tell you the very day, the very first set, and the very first weight that I picked up. Because I I was a fat kid. Was it bench press? It was. Yes. I was on the floor, actually. It was with dumbbells. My dad's dumbbells that he never used. Oh, nice. So um, At a home in the garage? It was in my bedroom. I was just on the floor right beside my bed. Um, That's a hero origin story right there. There we go. Yep, there you go. I mean, it really, it changed my life. I was, I was a super fat kid. Uh, My parents are both far from in shape, Hmm. Um, but it really is fueled. You know, I didn't, I didn't fall into like, oh, it's just my genetics kind of thing. Like I was like, I just woke up one day. I was like, no, this is not what I want to be. Yeah. So what, what has fitness looked like for you over the years? Um, fitness has always been more of a therapeutic release for me. Um, I don't think you can get any bigger high, honestly. Yeah. No, I mean, I would agree with that. Yeah. It's just, I might be biased. So yeah. Just a little bit. I might be biased. Not it's not like we work in the gym industry or right. anything. We're not yeah. biased. No, not this. biased at all. No. no, no, you should join though. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Feel for the sure. high. For sure. So did you, did you lift and like play sports in high school? Yeah. So I played, like I played baseball, uh, primarily, um, Obviously, lost a lot of weight and then just really started focusing on um, putting on as much as I could back. Getting, so Getting on the muscle. Getting on the muscle. The swole zone. The swole zone. So yeah. did you lift a lot when you were in the military? Oh, yeah. No, I was – I was. that was probably my biggest. I got up to about 210 oh, nice. um, at 5'10". So. There you go. There you go. Yeah. Eating, nice eating and thick. I was, those, I was uh, thick. Eating all those MREs, getting thick. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So what it what was the diet like in the military Shit. back then? I mean, when you're not deployed, um, you definitely can can bulk up pretty easily. Yeah. Uh, you got the chow hall, which is provided for you, so you can. I mean, it's a lower grade nutrition, but it's free. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then I, <laughs> I mean, I was in the barracks for a long time, uh, yeah. especially when I was lifting that much. Um, I literally had a little hot plate that I put out the window because we weren't allowed to cook in our barracks. And I was like, oh. screw that. Uh, I'm getting my chicken and rice in. There we go. Um, so, yeah. He's committed. Yeah, yeah But deployed, it, it's rough. I mean, you're you're talking an MRE is 
3,500 calories minimum mm-hmm. if you mm-hmm. eat most of it. Mm-hmm. So it, it's hard to – I mean, you can put size on. Yeah. Um, and you're burning calories all – I mean, you're literally walking around with 128 extra pounds yeah. daily. Oh, yeah. You're yeah, just rough. sweating your dick off. It's great. Yeah. Wonderful. <laughs> I have a great picture where it's like – it looks like I still have my plate carrier on. It's just it's like just sweat. sweated on. Yeah. But it's not like – it was like it, almost at night too. So, oh. it, like – it's just ingrained in there. It's oh, not even yeah. wet. It's just, yeah. it just looks like that. It's, it's great. Just, it's crazy. crazy. When your it. socks will stand on end, you, oh, know yeah. you know you put a solid man day in. A man day. <laughs> yeah. Fantastic. That's a t-shirt. Oh, put a man. solid man day in. That's awesome. So um, we'll do, uh, we'll give you a few of the questions that we would normally ask on the podcast. We got some good ones. Okay. Um, so if you could have dinner with three people dead or alive, who would they be and why? Holy cow. I know that's heavy. Dinner with three people. Definitely Zig Ziglar. Oh, there we go. I just, I mean, I love listening to that man talk like the inflection and changes his voice and just the message like that'd be, that'd be badass. Um, Shoot, I don't know. It's a tough question. It is a tough question. On the spot, it's a tough question because... Yeah. Right, you need like a night to think about it. I need like a, a week with my brain to think about it. <laughs> yeah. Like you, you asked that question and it was just like... La, 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 la. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm on my boat fishing, whatever. Yeah. yeah. It just went off into... But I, I definitely know that Zig Ziglar would definitely be a, a big, big one. Probably uh, Tony Robinson. That'd be another. Okay. Um, not a pretty good one for me. All right. All right. Well, we'll let you think about it a little more. If you yeah. Think of anybody maybe we'll, else. We'll, we'll, we'll circle back to that. We'll circle. Deal. Circle back. Cir- circle back. We'll yeah. circle back. Uh, books. Give us a, give us the top three books that you've read. In my lifetime? Sure. Um, not a huge reader. I'm not going to lie. It's all right. I mean, not the first. Won't yeah, be the last. We'll, we'll have to change that. <laughs> not not a huge reader. Um, I've definitely read a couple of books, but I've read more than a couple. And I do have some favorites, but again, it's it's pretty pretty shy on the memory of the the names. Are, are we uh, are we a fantasy reader? Are we uh, no definitely definitely more uh, personal development. Okay. Um, I'm I'm all about personal growth. Um, anything I can put into my toolbox to to make myself a better person. Yeah. Because honestly, my true, my biggest passion is teaching people. Yeah. I love, you know, passing on the knowledge and experiences that I've had in life um, sure. and enhancing someone else's life, especially through just like mental, mental yeah. power. Because yeah, so you sure. need to write a book is what you're saying. Yeah. There we go. There you go. I like your style. <laughs> there we go. Written. Okay. What are you going to call it? It's the the man, the myth, the legend. There you go. <laughs> the man, the, the beard myth, man, the beard, the beard. Man. That's actually probably what it would be. The comeback. I don't know. There's the, the beard. I'll, I'll find some witty, witty thing to say. So, um, are you a movie buff? I wouldn't say movie buff, but I do like a good cinematic adventure. Oh, that was wonderfully said. Oh, uh, a good cinematic uh, adventure. Wow. You know, so what's the most recent cinematic adventure that you've been on? Uh, the, the new Jurassic Park. Oh, did you go see that? Yes. Did you take the kid? Yes. Did oh, you like how it? was it? I hated it. Yeah, um, nobody likes it. That's my kid loved it. I think to a degree. Like, okay. I'm biased. Like, what's so? Jurassic. So what's it about? They're just they. 
they could have done such a better job with it. Just like, and everyone can say that because you're not making the movie, right? But whatever. <laughs> yeah. Everyone's a critic. Well, nowadays. the thing is, like with the, the last three Jurassic Parks, from what I have hear, slash have seen, not the newest, and I don't know if I want to spend the money and time. Do, to do it. it. It's it's worth seeing, but you're gonna be most likely. There's just a lot of corny. I heard it's the script. The it's corny the script. references to the the originals. And they're just uh, not well laid out oh, or gotcha, thought out. Gotcha. When well, and I heard so the whole movie, like, it's from the last one, Dominion or whatever it is. Yep. All the dinosaurs get out, so humans yeah. and dinosaurs are living together. They are living together. But, like, that's Unrealistic not the story they tell. All get out. Like, the, that's what I hear. The story is in that about the dinosaurs and the people. Like, it's about some sort of... Yeah, so what's the premise of the movie? Locusts like, or something that are coming Yeah, yeah so they... In other words, there's obviously a new bad guy with the same science guy backing everything gotcha. um, and they created a l- I'm going to spoil the movie for everybody I don't Do care it. Yeah, spoilers, spoilers ahead spoil if you listen I'm not going to watch it until so. it like comes out for free somewhere so. free I know that's yeah. eh, again cin- cinematic adventures right. it's about the 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 kids at that point yeah but, experience yeah it's always good um, they like designed this oversized locust like this big oh. and they're designing it because they made a um, a fertilizer or something like that. So they are the only ones that could establish the food source for the world at that point. So the oh. locusts, obviously, if you know anything about locusts, they literally decimate Destroy crops. Everything. But these are like ginormo freaking ones. So like roided locusts. Roided lo Yeah, exactly. Gotcha. They roid, roided out. Okay. Um, so they like decimate all the crops um, in the U.S. and things like that. Um, except for this company's crops, and like that kind of right. spins off into the the um, the investigation from you know Alan Grant and all the originals, right? Um, into this new corporation and stuff like that, and of course they've got new dinosaurs and stuff on the island. They put their base of operation on an island, oh, of course. You know, do. with dinosaurs. That's well, like it's almost like current events, except for instead of locusts, they're just burning everything. It's yeah, great. exactly. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. A lot of a lot of parallels. It yeah. just doesn't sound like it's about dinosaurs anymore. Yeah. No, it's about dinosaurs, but this new dinosaur they they've introduced. It's like the biggest one. There's ever always been. a it's newer, always bigger. bigger it, like exactly. It's gonna but it's break a T Rex. It's just lethargic. Out. It's slow. Like uh, oh, it's just does it, have it literally. Big, does it have a big spine? No. Oh, okay. It, I don't does even it, remember what it, it looks kill like. Does it kill the Spinosaurus deal? No, that one wasn't even in there. But it, oh, it of course it. Kills the T Rex and the T Rex comes back and there's this Saves weird. The Did like, the T Rex save the day again? Yes, of course. Yes, yes. Right. I love. But it had help from this, so it's an herbivore. So it's not like it's not a carnivore. Oh, it's this, got like the super dinosaur. Yeah, it's got like these super long finger like talons, but they're oh. not curved; they're straight. Oh, and it literally the T Rex pushes the new dinosaur into this other creature's freaking. Like Edward Scissorhands. Yeah, I was gonna say it sounds like they bring in Johnny Depp back yeah. for Jurassic Park. Since what a you great want man! New pirates. Yeah, yeah. What a great man! What a great man! Oh man! So it's funny. I was talking to a client the other day, and not to spread rumors about Johnny Depp or anything. But oh boy! He, yeah, I know. <laughs> he was saying he told me like something about how I was like talking. Well, the reason being, we were talking about like if they're gonna make new pirates or not. And apparently, he told Disney that there's pound you know, sand there's there's no way in hell that he's gonna he's like i got a job dirt you can't have it yeah yeah so anyway i'm like man well i guess that guy's you know 
he's made plenty of money. He can do whatever he wants, you know. Right. Yeah, but you can't have pirates without Johnny Depp. Like he well, created. Well, no, exactly. Yeah. So did he really say that? What? Pound sand. sand? No, that he's not going to do one. Yeah, he yeah, did. Yeah, absolutely. Straight up. But anyway, I'm like, oh, man, well, okay, they're not going to redo Pirates. But I'm like, well, I guess he doesn't need the money. And my client was like, well, I don't know. I've heard that he might be on the you know, verge of bankruptcy or something like that. And I'm like, how in the heck is that even possible? And he's like, yeah, I heard he had like a, a very expensive wine. like. Well, I mean, it, it goes like back that. to the thing. It's like when you make more money, if you spend more money, you're no better than you were making $15 an hour. Right. You know. So apparently he's slamming like $5,000 bottles of wine every day or something like that. It's like a whiny. Well, two days ago. I love that trial. Oh my God. There's Oh geez. That was just daily doses of two days ago. And three days ago, there's reports of him. The, the epic memes. Johnny Depp's rep addresses claim of $300 million pirates of the Caribbean return. Would you go return to a role for three hundred million dollars? Three, they're gonna pay him three hundred million. That's a lot, lot of bottles of wine. <laughs> I'll tell you dude, what, that would fuel the addiction, dude. That's insane. That's so much money. I mean, me. he is that franchise, though. Let's oh, he honest. is. Yeah. I mean, literally, literally. I mean, Jack Sparrow is. He pirates. created. Oh, like, for sure. That's like my favorite. Movie. Orlando Bloom is nothing compared to Johnny no. Depp. No, Orlando he, Bloom. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Nobody yeah. cares. Exactly. You could do Pirates without Orlando Bloom. A hundred percent. Pirates without Johnny Depp? Nah, nope. Forget about it. Not possible. Nope. Forget about it. There's a there's an Orlando Bloom look alike anyway. They could literally just bring him. <laughs> they just yeah. Just, yeah. Just clone just the look. Another pretty boy is all. There's That's another right. pretty boy. There's tons of them. Tons <laughs> of them. So uh, what other movies? Do you have any old classic movies that you uh, Tomb, frequent? Tombstone. Oh, Tombstone. Definitely. Solid, solid uh, go-to for oldie. Okay. What about comedy? Comedy? Any mm. favorite comedies? Well, you already quoted Step Brothers, so. I, I'd, yeah, I'd definitely say Step Brothers is probably my favorite Step comedy. Brothers. Oh, my gosh. Uh, did we yeah. just become best friends? Yes. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> Favorite uh, dinosaur. You want well, to do we said quote, there's so much more room for activities. So in much more location. Right. Oh yeah, probably I did a thousand say that. times. Right. Yeah. yeah. So much room for activities. Did I say that? Or did yeah. I think everybody everyone has said it at least five yeah. times. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's it's appropriate. Why not? One hundred percent. You want to go do karate in the garage? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, so are you are you more of like Adam Sandler or more of like Chris Farley? I'd say both. So same thing with like my music genre. I'm just everything. Yeah. So that's my next question. Let's get into that music genre. So what's on your gym playlist currently? Gym playlist. Um, It goes, I'll literally rock out the country. I will go fair enough. Heavy metal um, rock. Nineties rock mainly. Nineties rock. Stained. Mudvayne. Oh yeah. uh, Chappelle. For sure. We go down the alternative route. Exactly. Yeah. 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 But I also have some rap in there, you know, Gotta, I don't mind, I don't mind a good beat. Got to you know? mix it up a little bit. So. so what are the favorites? Top top group. For artists? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely, Stain's definitely one of them. Yeah. That, that uh, like Breaking Benjamin rock alternative yeah. kind of genres. Yeah. Also my jam. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Um, are you a Korn fan? Yeah. It's limited to some of the songs. Some of them, it's kind of like Slipknot. Like I like one or two Slipknot songs. Yeah. I like yeah. more Corn songs yeah. than I do Slipknot. Yeah. But um, 
Yeah, love love that. But country, yeah. um, who's uh, who's favorite on the country? Uh, I definitely like um, more than '90s style. Your your Garth Brooks and oh, George Strait, and good then, old Garth and George. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I do like some of the new. I I like Luke Combs. I like um, okay. um, Morgan Wallen. I okay. I would never. So I saw a picture of Luke Combs, and then I just didn't. His voice doesn't match his. No, not at all. But it. You know, but he, he I really he like seems his like sound. a super cool guy. Like I, I yeah, does. I'd have a beer with him. Yeah, for or sure. Four, well, he's or always got that red solo cup in his hand. Yeah, so. you know, and that's that's definitely got the the shine so, in it. So are you a beer guy? No, okay, not yeah. See, not I'm not a beer guy either. I'm really I not will. an alcohol guy myself. But if you were if you were to have a drink, what's your drink of choice? Um, definitely whiskey. Uh, on the I rocks. Knew, I knew that's why yeah. I hired you. Yep. Yeah. Oh, you match. Oh, literally. Yeah. Okay. So, are we talking Pendleton? So Pendleton is my go-to up here, which I'm super stoked. Yes. So uh, they actually just brought it to the liquor store down for my house. Oh, there you um, go. Not Pendleton. This this brand that I used, I drank down in Texas. It's oh. called TX. It's distilled oh. in Fort Worth. Oh. It's like water in the fact of how it goes down. Yeah. But it will. It's a sleeper. Oh. <laughs> and I'm not. I'm not one of those people that we're gonna drink to get drunk anymore. But it's no, no, good. No, 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 no. Yeah. It's good. Well, we're gonna have to sample that. I think. There you yeah. go. Yeah. We'll, we'll partake it, in the. Have you? Uh, so I'm not a big drinker. For those on this podcast listening, it's like once in a blue moon. But when it does happen, it is. It typically happens. Whiskey. It's whiskey. Yeah. And it is typically. Pendleton or something of the sorts, but Dude. I actually went skiing in uh, Park City the beginning of this year, and I was it was just like a random day. We'd been skiing all morning and stuff, and I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna have, well, a, glass. I'm gonna have a little whiskey on the rocks. And so they had. That's um, the only way to do it, by the way. Absolutely. Absolutely. Why? Why? Yeah. Why would you mix it? No, don't. No, 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 no don't, don't mix it. That's like ruining a no. good thing. But, um, yeah, uh, High West, it's actually oh, I've heard distilled it. Yeah. in Park City. Mm-hmm. Dude, money. Money. Same, same thing you're talking about. Basil like Hayden is another. Really? Good. We're going to have to we're gonna have, to have, have to. an event. Yeah. Even though we're, nice we're all classy. about. I mean, look about, at the table. Just have it on the table. health around here, but moderate uh, consumption. Moderate. I mean, tasting is one tasting thing. Tasting is good. I think we're. we're we're on to something there. Yeah, I don't gonna, think I've been drunk since, like, it's been years. Yeah. And that was dumb at the time. Yeah. I mean. it. I mean, it wrecks you. Like It's so bad. It wrecks everything. You like literally you, just a trash monster. Just, yeah. you know. But it's not just the next day. It's, it's yeah. oh, the next for, couple of days. From yeah, for a nutrition week. to hydration to energy level. Everything. So terrible. It, just, it is. But in the spirit of uh, breaking bread. Perhaps there we go. A couple of maybe I'll fire up the old grill and we can yeah we can have an event you know a little southern barbecue. Ooh, now we're talking barbecue. Yeah. You probably food. nail it, don't you? Oh, I do. So um, what do you? What's your favorite thing to brisket? I've, oh, oh, I've got yeah. that down to a science. So sure. I just acquired a massive American wagyu brisket. Yes, from my source i love we're not, i love how you said acquired That's yeah where, we're not we're not gonna yeah so i'm not gonna divulge my source but i have a guy everybody's got a guy everybody's get, got a guy I, i've got a beef guy and he <laughs> delivered to me this i got a, a half a so i actually helped influence this guy to 
he's he raises uh, Angus cattle, okay. and I influenced him to get some Wagyu semen and ins- <laughs> and inseminate Heck some yeah. of his heifers with this Wagyu semen, and so he had you know a handful of these half Wagyu, so half Angus. Yeah. So it's American Wagyu for those of you out there that don't know much about cattle. I don't know a lot. They're from the Asian culture. They are, but yeah. Wagyu, yeah, it's, you know, it's from Japan. And if you go to a super fancy restaurant that's way overpriced, they'll sell you, you know, the grade. It's like the A5, A5 Wagyu. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's got this marbling like you've never they're seen like before. They're like meat experts. Like they're, oh, it's, it's, there's a whole, it's there's a whole different level. It's a different genre yeah. altogether. Yeah. 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 But uh, so that's like Wagyu. They like it's the cows that people hear about that like you know they massage the cows and stuff exactly. like that. And they drink the beer, correct? Yeah, the that's cows. What you hear. The cows do. Oh, okay. That's oh, what I, I did heard. not know. Sure. That. Okay, there we go. Hey. But yeah, so these cows, they so with Wagyu, they typically let them grow a little bit older and get yep. a little bit bigger before they butcher them. Um, anyway, so I talked this uh, my beef man into, you know doing some american wagyu which is you breed angus with angus with wagyu Mm -hmm. and uh i was lucky enough to get a a good deal on this meat because i was part of the the starting influence of it there you go and so i've got half of a a wagyu in the freezer Mm -hmm. and there was a he 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 kind of sort of surprised me with it yeah and so I didn't like pick the cuts or anything. Cause usually like if you, you know, call your, call your beef man and say, I want a cow, then he'll have the butcher call you mm. and the butcher will ask you, okay, how do you want it? Do you want, you know, how many steaks do you want in a package? How thick do you want your steaks? Yeah. How, you know, how much ground beef do you want per package? Do mm. you want, you know, roasts and all the cuts and blah, blah, blah. And he kind of knows my MO. So he, brought me a massive prime rib and a massive brisket and i was like thank you so thank we're you. gonna have to have a celebration with that brisket uh yeah that would we call for a big deal celebration that would that yeah, would be would. cause for a big deal big deal the biggest of deals but anyway deal. i'm right there with you so on the topic of food mm. um what are you what are your go-to foods we're gonna start with in the bodybuilding genre so fitness genre what is your uh, what is your go tos with the fitness genre food? What does your diet look like typically? Um, <laughs> I mean, if you ask uh, if you ask Garrett, uh, I eat like a woman apparently. Oh. Um, my that's, calorie intake is that's not fitting the most because Garrett impressive. likes to eat like a woman too. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, we're like know. two peas in a pod. Anyway, <laughs> um, but no, I mean it, it's pretty. I'm just kidding, I don't, Garrett. I'm just talking shit. <laughs> yeah, if you're listening, yeah, don't don't eat me. Yeah, don't eat me. <laughs> don't eat me. Um, no, he yeah, uh, he always right whines now. about eat, having to eat so much in his off season, and now he's not even like on that oh, level is, of food, and he is cranky. He is. He's yeah. got. He's a man with a sweet spot. I will tell you that. Mm. He, yeah, he does eat that, quite a bit, but when he food, tries yeah. to eat more, he's very grumpy about it. And when he's eating less, definitely grumpy about it. What's crazy is when I track. Like, I'm stupid hungry, and I'll put a massive amount of calories if I'm not tracking in my body. Right. But the second I start, like, tracking. following and tracking, it's just, like, hard to eat. I'm yeah. just, like... So are you uh, eating, you know, beef and rice? Beef and... and um, chicken and rice, beef beef and rice. I am I have red meat at least twice a day. Yeah. So definitely Same. a Good big man. believer in, Same. in the red meat. 
Much genre. more nutrient dense than chicken. Yeah, for absolutely. Those of you listening, yeah, yeah. huge Way red better. meat fan. Very yeah, nutritious. I, I actually am probably phasing out chicken out of my diet here soon. Yeah, I only um, eat chicken when Ava makes it for me. Yeah, and those and, things are awesome. And oh, yeah, man. and she's the absolute best. Shout out. Sorry, we gotta do it again. Oh my. Gosh. Jordan, can you hook us up? We want another thirty. Thank you. Yeah, we go quick. Like it, the time goes quick here. Good lord. Good lord. Good times. Thank you. Good. Good to go. Yeah. <laughs> that was like, that was perfect. Um, but yeah, anyway, shout out Ava Flavas. If you, anybody needs meal prep or has a hard time staying on track, come visit her, visit the fridge that yeah. we have at the gym. But uh, She does a good job with chicken. She does a good job with chicken. And you know what? I'll eat whatever she brings me because she just brings me meals, puts them in the fridge in this office right over there. Yep. And what a sweet setup. They're they're phenomenal every every meal is fantastic no dishes no cleanup i mean yeah no dishes she brings me different things every week i never get bored or sick of anything which i'm not one to get bored or sick of stuff and that yeah that's but, what i was going to say is like i i don't know if it's through the military or whatever just scarfing down food just to yeah. get some nutrients like 95 yeah. percent of the time it's like you just eat for function anyways yep, exactly so it's yep. like just get, i'm not give it i'm not me. eating for enjoyment no at this point now it is interesting though like this week she brought me this like quinoa ground beef well, different. like there's tomatoes and feta and oh that's what you were eating this morning yeah yeah it was solid super it looked solid. good yeah it's just the first time you've gone i was there. i was fasting at that point so i was pretty jealous yeah. actually that. yeah no it was yeah it was yeah. good yeah but anyway yeah it's uh i think i I think I when i started bodybuilding i think i ate oatmeal for breakfast for like seven years straight mm -hmm. yeah you know so have you ever done like a a monster mash with that not i don't know if i'm saying that right anyway it's you just literally take um oatmeal and then you make your eggs and you just mix them oh that's, all together that, that was seven years straight yeah oh yeah i love it it's salty sweet oh best. that's the best and it's yeah. efficient i'm all about efficiency super efficient yeah, yeah so i would make the oatmeal make the egg whites combine mix them. them all together get that all incorporated add some truvia make it a little sweet add a little bit of cinnamon or maple syrup yeah or do like a table or like yeah, yeah or sugar-free maple syrup depending on the calorie requirements yeah. but yeah. then so that you don't burst up all the fresh blueberries then you mix in the exactly. blueberries it's after. a science yep, yep. and yeah. then to top it off so after that you get the blueberries mixed and you get everything mixed. I would top it with a little bit of Truvia, a little bit of cinnamon on top. But then on top of that, I would make one sunny side up egg, mm. super salty. Then, yeah. Put that on top and then pop the pop yolk. And, That's oh, the money right there. Magical. Oh, and oh, don't forget the almond butter or peanut butter, whichever. That's yeah. mixed in with the eggs as well. But yeah. yeah. Dude, the, it's, it blows me away the people that are grossed out by that, but they've just never tried it. I don't it's, understand. It's the best. It is the, it's, I mean, and so the efficient. best part of waking up. Absolutely. Yeah. Like I said, seven years straight, I didn't get tired of it. No. It's so good. And then, well, you eggs. know, off season time, you could do banana in there. Yeah. I did pineapple. Calories. That was actually Ooh, really, really good. Okay. Yeah. That's Which is very shocking. No, I'm into think it. About it. I'm into it. Yeah. I'm into it. It's a little footsie right that, there. Yep. We're getting that. a little crazy under the yeah. table. We're getting getting antsy in there. So she's uh, taking mine off too. Now that we're, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're he starting. footage you. We're starting it. <laughs> we're starting a new trend today. We're going shoeless at shoeless. the podcast. There table. we go. Free the dogs. Well, I'm not, but 
me neither well, but I am. we'll will one of one yeah. of us is it's just comfortable it's like home here you know yeah um so back on the topic of food so pretty basic with the the general meal prep stuff uh how is the non bodybuilding type genre of food where where do you go for that like All what what do you do my my kitchen okay southern southern cooking barbecue my li- okay oh, okay my 10 year old literally came to me and was like dad do you think we could have something other than brisket or tri-tip <laughs> or ribs for a change and i'm like you shut your mouth what oh yeah i was like you're not mine the milkman made you the get out of my house made you um <laughs> don't you don't so you- are you smoking grilling oh, yeah. okay yeah, yeah. Smoking. how how is it done what's the you don't have to give us all the secrets but- oh no so that's one of my favorite things like i love sharing my my recipes i'll tell you the exact temperature i'm just gonna do it better than you yeah so oh, yeah. i don't you, worry about it no you will do it better than yeah. me. that's yeah. why i'm gonna give you this wagyu, the wagyu. yeah there we and go um, gonna, or you can just come to my house and we can have a party there we go i'll be in the hot tub i'll be in the hot yep. tub yep. sick yep just yep. smelling the we'll air okay we're gonna get it scheduled we're gonna, this is happening whiskey and Whiskey and beef. We're gonna have whiskey tasting beef. and brisket. Yeah, and I actually do have some beef ribs as well. That's oh, short ribs. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah, we got some short ribs. I on do top. those just like a brisket, honestly. Really? Oh, okay. Same cooking technique. Oh, phenomenal. Hey, if it's not broke, don't fix it. Don't exactly. Fix it. Exactly. But so, yeah, no. So are you like a guy? So are you like doing a like a steam bath? Are you doing anything? Oh, like a sous vide yeah. kind of thing? Well, no, like, you know, some people they'll like steam their ribs and stuff. No, so that's more of like a, a Carolina kind of, Okay. I mean, even Alabama kind of style. Um, okay. I really like the Texas, more of a dry. Like a dry. Uh, I use butcher paper, not foil, because foil like puts a crap ton of moisture in yeah, there yeah, yeah. and it becomes, I don't know, it's just a different, like it's good barbecue all, different all around, different, yeah. different texture. So yeah. I like that bark. Yeah, uh, oh, dude, everything. I'm a, I'm a bark, a bark, for like sure. a for salty sure. bark. It's yes. got to be. Oh man, it's salty my my like seasoning is so like, simple. Yeah. Just Do you salt, make your pepper. own? Oh yeah, yep. Salt, simple. Pepper. So fifty what kind cent of, salt, fifty what cent of, pepper. What kind of salt do you use? Kosher. Okay. Yeah. Just regular. Nothing crazy. I mean, there's nothing great. You don't need to go crazy. Like you can add. Um, I will say, like off the shelf, the best um, brisket seasoning I've used is uh, Meat Church's. Um, mm. I church. think it's Holy Gospel. Oh, okay. Or meat. Some I don't know. Whatever. It's in a blue label. There you go. Yeah. And Looking at it. Sounds delicious. Yeah. yeah. Now, um, I'm a huge fan of the red Hawaiian salt. Oh, okay. Dude, that stuff has the best flavor, and it comes in these, like, little crystals. They're just the right size. Yeah. Ooh, woof. Nice. Woof. To, the bark. To, yeah. yeah, we could we could mix your cooking techniques. I'll throw throw you some salt. Use that. See. So is it like the Himalayan salt kind of salt? It's, is like a rock salt, so or is it's it a little bit smaller than good. that? Yeah, because yeah. that's the that's the biggest problem. Because I really I do like like the Himalayan salt. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's too just, big. It's too big. It doesn't absorb in the meat and yep. everything like that. So yep. yeah, no, I I hear you. But yeah, no, this stuff is delicious. Money. Yeah, it's money, money. I'm a I've basically tried to try every possible the holy salt. gospel barbecue rub the one. blue one no the dark blue one not this one not that one that one's good but no you go oh crap i went the wrong way it's the dark blue i'll maybe. find it okay i'm dark. horrible with names so 
But anyway, so you're you're using butch paper. So how does this process go? Take us through a, a, a general brisket here. So general brisket, I'm getting a butcher's cut. So in other words, it's got all the fat tallow. Oh yeah, uh, on it because yeah. I want to trim it down to how I want it. Yep. Um, it, that one. I mean, it's usually yeah that one, the holy cow. That's what it is. Yeah. Holy that's cow BBQ rub over the church. counter. Um, for beef, that's probably one of my go-tos. Um, okay. If I'm not making my own, which 90% of the time I'm making my own. Okay. Um, right so cutting it down to where how I want it, um, and then I'm going to season it really liberally, like yeah. southern-style liberal. Like California liberal. Like, <laughs> that's really liberal. Wow. That's super liberal. That's super liberal. Like, like Portland liberal, yeah, dare like, I say. Like yeah. if you, they, if, you said it. If they had a baby together – California okay. and Portland. If like that LA liberal. County and Portland <laughs> yeah. have a baby, a baby. Yeah. he's going to season it, it that. It birthed this demon spawn. Um, okay. Yeah, that Gosh, would be it. That sounds amazing. Oh, man. Yeah. That's some thick. The only kind of liberal that's I want to That's some thick seasoning. Thick right seasoning. There. Yeah. But you got to do it to get that bark. That's what makes Absolutely. the bark. Absolutely. Uh, for the sure. So, and then definitely uh, uncovered in the fridge for 24 hours minimum. Let that salt soak in. Really? Yeah. Okay. Any, any cut that's over an inch and a half okay i'm letting sit in the You're fridge sitting just festering just festering with Flavor. salty 100 percent goodness marination oh yeah. yeah Ooh, i like marination yeah. marination but it's dry but it's so dry is it really marination have you ever tried a dry age cut oh, of meat oh oh man oh oh it's the same concept you're just oh, dear god as, yes uh, Oh yeah. man! If I go to a restaurant somewhere and they have dry aged anything, I'm like, that's what I'm getting. That's what I'm getting. I'm I don't care menu, what it is. Done, done yeah. deal. Done yeah. deal. I went to a place in um, God, I can't remember the hotels in Vegas a few weeks ago, and they had a dry aged fillet, and I was like, perfect. It was delicious. It was wow, so good. Nice. That's hard to do a fillet. Yeah. Like, because I mean, you're already a small cut of meat, and then you're yeah. cutting off the excess, the outside. Yeah yeah that's it was good a morsel right there oh, it was good <laughs> yeah anyway so you're just letting it sit for 24 hours yep i'll bring it out um i'll set my my smoker to about 225 okay um depending on the size of the brisket usually i'm right around 12 to 14 pounds for it okay um and then you, you put that bad boy on there for like eight hours yeah eight nine hours so what do you get it up to like 205 160 160 degrees internal temp um, establish that bark and everything mm -hmm. like that and then I'll pull it out because it hits what's called a stall at about 165 mm -hmm. um, so usually about 160 I'll pull it off um, I increase my temperature to about 250 mm -hmm. uh, wrap it in butcher paper real tight I don't add you can add uh, like apple cider vinegar or apple juice mm -hmm. um, I again I like more of a dry I like adding I make my own barbecue sauce too with oh. Pendleton Oh. I make a Pendleton barbecue sauce. It's wow. phenomenal. Wow. Yeah. Very good. Wow. It is I'm orgasmic drooling. in your mouth. I'm truly. Yeah, yeah the, this conversation sucks, actually. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm getting hungry. Right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and then, so you you pull it out at like 160, you wrap it in butcher paper, yeah. turn the temp up a little bit, and throw yep. it back on. Throw it back on for another four to six hours, two, okay. 203, 204. Okay. Goes into the Yeti for four hours at least. Oh, wow. I've literally, so I cooked... Um, before I, I came and joined the team for my work there, I cooked every month. I'd bar barbecue. Um, so literally. Write it down. I'll buy, oh, I already, buy the meat. Buy the all meat. right. 
Sick. He'll buy the meat. That was that's all my notepad actually in here for yeah, good. discussions. Good. Um, yeah, I'll buy the meat. Yeah, we'll have, uh, Zach's gonna barbecue. That'll be a real morale, morale boost. booster. Yeah, mandatory fun as we called it in the the military. Yeah, mandatory. Man- <laughs> this is mandatory fun, guys. Yeah, you will show up. You will have a good time. You will smile. Yes, and we will tell you when you can leave. Yeah, exactly. I we'll like see that. you all there. Sounds good to me. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Um, okay. so you. You're like eight hours, four hours, and then another four hours. Yeah. I've literally put a brisket in the cooler, and then almost eight hours later, it's piping hot still. Yeah. So you throw a towel in there, and I mean, yeah. it just, I think that makes or breaks a brisket is your rest time. Really? Minimum of two hours. Just I've like rested. your body. It's the rest time. Yeah, it's exactly. the rebuild. It's, exactly. it's when those, all that juice so goes if, back into the So if we're timelining this in a day, so if I'm going to copy you. I'm cooking at midnight. I start at midnight. You start at midnight. Yep. Damn. Yeah, I cook all night because it's it's just easier that way. So, I mean, I used to, like, growing up, um, just very old-school offset smoker. We have these fancy-dancy things called Traegers now. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, I'm spoiled. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I've um, got one. They're amazing. Oh, they are, they are awesome. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I just set it on there, put the probes in there, yeah. and then let her go, and it alarms me. I get up. And I'll pull – usually I'm getting up, you know, at 5, 6, which is not abnormal anyway. No. Um, checking on it and then taking it off, putting it back on. Because I, I pretty much back plan. So if yeah. my meal's at 6 o'clock, I just – Start it. My four-hour rest plus my 12 to 15 hours of cooking, and then that's yeah. when I start it. But on average, it's around 11 o'clock to 12 o'clock. Nice. Uh, so That's baller. So uh, what, uh, what pellets are you using? So I mix. Um, yeah, and Traeger has a mix too. They do. I'm not a big fan of all their I'm, mixes. I'm not a huge fan of. So that mesquite mix. and apple is my favorite. Mesquite I'll take, and apple. I'll take a five gallon bucket, mix half them. mesquite, half apple. Do the whole, yeah, whole shake around. The, the whole wrist turning action. Yeah, um, little, yeah, little, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe even do a little science project and. Oh. <laughs> Swing it around, you know, just just for shits and giggles. Yeah. Uh, really throw the love in there. Yeah, and then just dump her in. But, yeah, yeah that's been my favorite. I, I use that for everything because the mesquite gives you a really a like, bold flavor, like and then the smoky. apple gives a, a yeah, good flavor. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. Golly. I we're going to have to stop. so hungry now. Yeah, yeah. we're going to have to it's pause good. this. <laughs> yeah. I need to go change my pants. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, my gosh. So good. So this is happening tomorrow, yeah? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> absolutely. So are we uh, – yeah, it's happening tomorrow. Are we uh, – what, what are we putting with this brisket? Oh, so I make my own coleslaw. Um, God bless I make my you. own cor- corn salad. Um, what else? Those are the main two that I, I pair Is this with that. So is all this from growing up, or is, like, this something you dove into in Texas? Both. A little bit of both. Yeah, so, like – I mean, my upbringing was kind of weird. Like, I I don't know. I didn't learn it from my dad or anything mm-hmm. like that. I just – I've always been that person that just goes out. That's, I'd say that's my biggest disconnection with my kid and I. It was like, I didn't have this, you know. My dad didn't have a bass boat, none of that. Nothing, he, would, right, he was a good right. dad, just not – Not the not, same. Not the same. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. like, give him all these opportunities and – Yeah. He just wants nothing to do with it. I'm like, you yeah. little bastard. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, I was well, giving this But, up. no, I mean, it, it definitely was – you know from the upbringing of just like i i'm very passionate about my culture i won't ever go back but yeah very 
passionate about yeah. that. So cool. did, you, did you teach yourself all this barbecue yeah. stuff? So that's that was another thing. I just I once I dive into something, I love it. Full bore. Full bore. I will. Yeah, I can. I'm relate. obsessed. It's a problem. It is a problem. I literally have so many hobbies. Yep. Like, for me, to, this is one of the first times in my life where I could definitely tell you that fishing is my number one. Mm. Like, thank the good Lord, He made those seasons in uh, the opposite from hunting. Yeah. You okay. know, really, because I'd have a hard time going, which is my favorite. Yeah. It'd be fishing. Absolutely. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. I mean, I might go hungry if we, you know, so, don't have grocery so do you stores. Do, do you do barbecue sauce with this brisket every yeah. time? Yeah. So I don't always, I don't use it personally, but I always make barbecue sauce with it because okay. everyone likes good barbecue sauce. So. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Um, especially like, because there's two, two cuts of meat really on a brisket. You got your point and your flat. Mm-hmm. The flat is typically it's got less marbling through it mm-hmm. um less fat content so you're not getting it's a little bit drier mm-hmm. um so a little bit of flavorful barbecue sauce will make that cut even better but the point yeah. no i don't yeah that's got all those that's, that's rendered fat just, that's got that's yeah. just got to go in by itself yep you yeah. you chop that or make burn ends mm-hmm. yeah burn ends is probably my favorite thing to do with barbecue sauce so yeah. how do you do that so you're going to take uh, a portion of that point off where it kind of crosses mm-hmm. um, and you cut that off and you're going to cut it into one inch by one inch cubes and usually there's you know it's half and half where mm-hmm. you've got a fat cap and then um, a solid chunk of meat in there mm-hmm. and you're going to put it back on the smoker just like that by with itself. with honey uh, brown sugar and then a barbecue sauce that you make oh, um, wow. from anywhere from you can do it in as little as 45 minutes I like to be I like to put it just at 225 mm. um, and then do it for another two hours if I'm doing burn ends. Oh, damn. Real slow. Because that barbecue sauce helps. Man. Oh, yeah. Well, you get, it sounds like you got to be, obviously, but yeah. you are. I've had a couple ex-wives, so I'm pretty patient. <laughs> yep. <laughs> got to throw that in there because hopefully they're watching. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, that's it. We're doing burn ends too. Got to yeah. do. Oh yeah, got to do her. Well, it sounds. Oh, like we'll do the well. start to finish on that. Yeah, the start yeah. to finish. Oh man. All right. Let's see. What else do we got here? Let's do the uh, camera again before we move on. I'm not. I didn't set a timer. How do you? Jordan, I didn't set a timer this time, so I'm not sure where we're at. We don't want to miss any golden contact no. or content. Yeah, yeah, no, we're good. We're yeah. we're gonna we're gonna wrap we're gonna wrap her. All right, Before uh, you tap her. Who would who yep. would play your character in a biography? Like an actor? Yeah. Holy cow! I know. Who's the Who's American Sniper? Oh, Bradley Cooper. Yeah. Really? No. No. This is a question y'all should answer. Yeah, I could I could see that Bradley Cooper. Yeah, oh, that's huh. actually not a bad that's not a bad suggestion. I thought it was good. I yeah. Do you not like Bradley Cooper? I don't know. I don't know anything about him. <laughs> well, not the man. He did, he did play Chris Kyle in American Sniper. He does have that on his resume. So so. Good oh well, let's that, look. Are you just wondering about his resume? That, that'll do. Definitely like Chris Hemsworth. I, I definitely do. Oh, there you go. The little four action. There we go. Okay, fair enough. Right. Yeah. So that uh, man. wonderful. Top uh, top two role models. We'll finish with that. Top two role models and influences in life. I definitely go back to Zig Ziglar. Yeah. Definitely for that. And then I'm gonna I'm gonna use the whole uh, 
all right, all right, all right, Matthew McConaughey yes. uh, quote here. So I'd probably say me in 10 years. So yeah. that's like I'm always striving, pushing, you know, and you never you never catch up to that. Yeah. You know, I yeah. think people can, you know, a mentor has has flaws and you have flaws too but like if you're really if you're competing against you like mm-hmm. there's no other thing and that's the great thing to strive for and I think that's what a, a mentor kind of like not just a mentor but like someone that you're looking up to mm-hmm. your ideals um, when it comes to it so yeah. yeah fair enough I like it good deal well everybody Zach Phillips this is the man the myth the legend yeah come talk to him about a membership come talk to him yep come meet him hang out yeah. with us at the gym do all the fun things, get strong, lift all the weights. And eat all the your weights. meat. The gains, yeah. Meat. That was my grandpa saying he told us. Eat he, he the was, meat. Uh, when, I was, when I could remember my life. There needs to be a Mecca slogan. He was, uh, yeah. like, he was had cancer, so he like couldn't that. eat. Oh. But he like, always we have tell the us meats. Meat. We have eat the gains. Meat. We got the gains. Meats. <laughs> no, never mind. We had that one uh, catchphrase when we were. We were messing around when I first started training with you. We said uh, sex weights and protein shakes. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> sex weights But and then we were just shakes. like, uh, what did we say? And then we said in the, uh, before marriage, it was steaks, weights, and protein shakes. Oh, steaks, God. That's one of my favorite shakes. things is the things like, why do you work out to look cooler during sex? Yeah, yes, absolutely. absolutely. American oh, it's not Psycho to, right yeah, there. American yeah. Psycho, right. Yeah. It's if not to you know, better yourself. Nope. To look no. cooler while having sex. Yeah, Image. Literally. Yeah. Literally. Look, look good naked. Look yep. good naked. That's a, that's a common quote. Well, yes. everybody, it's been a pleasure. It's been a lot of banter. Yes. Hope you all enjoyed. We will catch you next week. Thanks, Zach. Thanks. Thank you for joining us on the Power of Lifting podcast. Be sure to like, comment, subscribe, and share. For more content like this, follow Eric Cafferty and the Mecca Gym on all social media platforms.